I'm Chelsea. I'm Deidre. And we're giving you a million murders. seems like we've it seems like it's been forever since we recorded last it's, it's been, been 84 years, years. <laughs> it, it has it's been a while uh, it's about a month yeah because we doubled up because our vacation yes that was really fun it was it was relaxing mm-hmm. hot tub hot tub all day all, all day all day that's all i need all i need is a hot mm-hmm. tub because if you want to take me on vacation make sure they got a hot tub please and thank you so, today, I'm not doing a murder. Mm-hmm. I have Reddit ghost stories again. Yes. <laughs> you Remember? found the best ghost stories. I feel like it doesn't matter. I hope those I, are funny. I don't even try anymore. Yeah. I don't try to find. I'm like, oh, I want to do funny ghost stories, too. I don't even try anymore because you... Don't be talking me up before this episode. Cause the deep hit, cuts. Watch it not be that good. The deep cuts of the haunted stuff but is that like... flying poker... <laughs> I, that was I think that was one of my best episodes because those were so f- <laughs> it's terrible to say but they were so funny they were hilarious oh, it was so good we just find everything funny we we do we do <laughs> <laughs> just like we're laughing now for no reason yes okay so they have um titles mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna be like yeah so the first one is titled It Wasn't a Little Girl. No. And whenever I read that I was like, Ooh, what's this gonna be? Damn. <laughs> so I was camping with my husband and his family at a small remote lake in New Mexico. There were about ten people in our group and another group of six people in the next campsite. It was nighttime, both groups were doing typical activities, making s'mores, having a few drinks, telling stories. When we all heard what sounded like a little girl yelling out for help. Mm-mm. Neither group had children with them. <laughs> but we're all positive we were hearing a little girl and decided to search the area we heard the noises from together. I would never do that. <laughs> because coyotes can sound like little girls screaming. Yeah. And I'm Lots like. Lots of animals I, I've heard it here. sound like women and children screaming. And I've heard it out here before. It's scary sounding. Out here, my little country seclude. I said, no, that bobcat screaming. Oh yeah, no, no. <laughs> well, there was a field behind our campsite, and we all saw a very tall, pure white figure standing maybe a hundred feet away from us in the field, making the noises. No, no. We all agreed this thing looked maybe six feet tall, skinny, and white as can be. We made our way closer to investigate one Mm-mm. dumb. Why would you do that? Why? Why, 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 why? But whatever it was <laughs> what, that we saw started backing off as we got closer. You should have been backing off. Don't. Yeah. Why? How about everybody just turn around <laughs> and go the opposite way? Like white ghost thing, y'all. Let's just turn around like we're like, starting ooh, a duel, a but ghost. we just never turn Let's back. Let's go investigate. No. So, then it disappeared into the trees. 
All night, we continued to hear a little girl calling for help as we tried to sleep. Mm -mm. No. Yeah. That was creepy. Yeah. I wish there was a little bit more to it, but I mean, I'm sure that's all that there was. I'm also confused it started backing away. Oh, maybe it was like going to lure them. Because I was like, why would it back away if it was calling that for help? That or it help? was scared. I don't know. Or yeah. But yeah, I'm like, oh, maybe it was like backing away so that it could lure them into the darkness no harvest their souls or i don't know so there was that creepy one mm -hmm. the next one is titled the walking dead okay i'm a psychiatric i'm a psychiatric nurse and oh. early in my career i worked at a residential mental health facility one of our residents was an elective mute which means that he didn't wouldn't couldn't talk but there were no medical reasons as to why Mm-hmm. He had spoken earlier in his life and, in fact, seemed quite normal back then, with the exception of being close to seven feet tall. He'd been raised... Yeah, I know, right? He's <laughs> tall. He'd been raised in the Deep South and joined the military when he was 19. But one night, he vanished. He was declared AWOL. And mm -hmm. eventually, he was declared missing and dead. Ten years later... What? <laughs> <laughs> A seven-foot-tall man walked into a VA hospital emergency, emergency room in my part of the Midwest and said to the receptionist, My name is Marion Duchesne, Duchesne, sorry, but that's, it, says that, it says not the real name. Oh, okay, so it don't matter then. And I've been dead for ten years. Those were the last words he ever spoke. What? Hmm. <laughs> we just he was covered with dust and he was wearing the same clothes he'd been reported to be wearing the night he vanished his social <laughs> his social security number had not been used and he had no identification on his per on on his person that he's saying he is mm -hmm. however they were able to identify him i guess via fingerprints the family was notified, but they said they had already grieved their lost man and that whomever was claiming to be him simply could not be. They demanded not to be contacted again, which that's terrible because, I mean, if they went off fingerprints, I mean, fingerprints, obviously it's yeah. him. But I was like, dang. So Marion paced all day, every day, moving his mouth that looked like talking or muttering, but no sound came out. He had an un- nerving habit of throwing his head back with his mouth wide open as if he were laughing hard heartedly but not even a breath could be heard Ooh. if i talked to him he appeared to listen periodically throwing his head back in that laughter mimicking way of his various medications were tried but they did not affect him either positively or negatively occupational therapy did not or did nothing because Marion would just grin. Sorry, the air. <laughs> Marion would just grin, and unless told to stay put, he'd get up and start pacing again. On my last day at that job, the last thing I saw was Marion pacing in the parking lot, throwing his head back to laugh. Later, I wondered if all along I'd been dealing with a ghost. All these years later, I still don't know. Mm. Wow, that's intense. Yeah. That's a little... 
But uh, back to the family, like yeah, that's back, sad. Yeah, no, that's horrible. Like it's fingerprints. I would be like, ma'am, these are his fingerprints. Like, I understand that you mourned, you know, your child, but like your child's alive, so this is we've already great. grieved their lost man. Yeah. And whomever was claiming to be him simply could it's not like, be. It was him. Simply could not be. Yeah, like, okay. Even though they got fingerprints. <laughs> what about the fingerprints? <laughs> the fingerprints! <laughs> like, hello? So the next one is called The Unrest Stop. Oh, Lord. What's the- it gonna be? Mm-mm. What's it gonna be? So I was driving a car. Mm. So I was driving across. I need to start talking slow so I can take the words and pronounce them right. I was driving across country with my mom and sister. And when I was 16, I was was driving across. I mean, we've switched spots. Yep. I don't. Hey. So I was driving across country with my mom and sister. I was 16. My sister was 20. It was late, but we were all rested and still alert. We were driving along an interstate and needed gas and a bathroom break, so we stopped at the only rest stop in 200 miles. Sketchy. Yeah. There was a van full of teenagers on a road trip at the gas station, as well as a small gray car parked at the pump in front of us with two young men standing still outside of it. Why does it take two to pump gas? Yeah, I know. That's a creepy. That's a creepy. That's a creepy, guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When we got there, everything felt wrong. Well, why didn't you turn around? Yeah, like, just leave. But <laughs> they probably had to get gas because it's yeah, 200 it's, miles. So they're just like, well, we got to do it. We got to do it. Mm-mm. So we'd been on the road for days and seen many rest stops at night and had never been afraid until then. My mom and sister went inside and I stayed in the car. Mm-mm. Oh, no. I'll be going too. Mm-mm. I heard the teenagers say they were creeped out and couldn't get the pump to work. And they left in a hurry. I was watching the car in front of us, and the two men had not moved at all. Not an inch. They weren't talking. They weren't on phones. They were just standing there, still as a stone. My sister... (laughs) Mom came running back out to the car. Running, she said. And when they got in, the two men slowly turned to look at us while not moving or pivoting. Mm-hmm. The rest of their bodies. And I swear to effing poop, we all saw the <laughs> same thing. They had eyes dark as pitch and empty. Truly empty. <laughs> this is creeping mm-hmm. me out reading this, mm-hmm. this sentence. Mm-hmm. Not black. Not reflecting any light at all. Just a void. <sighs> we sped out of there and didn't stop until we were in the next city. The worst thing about the entire experience... We couldn't find the place on any map. We knew exactly which spot on the interstate to look, and we couldn't find it on Google Maps or any paper map we had. We Mm -hmm. even asked locals about the creepy gas station out out on that stretch of road and got only confused looks. We've traveled on that interstate since, and there is no rest stop. (gasps) Yeah. Look out. It's crazy. Yeah, like, could you imagine going to a place, creeps you out, you leave, ask people about it and they're like looking at you like you're crazy yeah like i'm sorry and then you go back and there's nothing there Mm -mm -mm. this happens a lot 
I feel. Well, I hope it don't happen to me. Like I was watching something and I was reading something or listening to something. I can't remember, but there was a story like this about, or wait, did you tell a gas station story? I don't remember. My memory's not good. The one where they go in. Neither is my accent. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember. There's a really creepy story um, about gas station. And then. About gas station. Yeah, about gas station. About a gas station? Yes. (laughs) About a gas station. About the gas station. It was really weird. And then, like, the people's parents went to try to find the gas station and it had been closed. But they had been in there and it was like. I don't remember. Wasn't that I don't, you? I don't recall. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> I've been watching the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trials, and so I'm like, I don't recall. <laughs> Hearsay. <laughs> A mega point. Ooh. Oh, me. Justice for Johnny Depp. So, anyway. So, the next one is titled, It Came for Us in the Graveyard. Mm-hmm. So we were driving my friend's really old, beat-up Sabura. Did I say that right? Sub- <laughs> what is it? What is it? Subaru. 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 That- now, see, that's spelled how it. That's spelled how it's pronounced. I see you, Subaru. Okay. My bad. I was, I was like Subaru. I was like. What see, is this that? is what this is my problem. So <laughs> I'll pronounce words. The way I see how they should be pronounced, uh-huh. and I'll do it, and then I'm people are like, "That's not right." It's this, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." So then I get frustrated after so many times. <laughs> so then when I see a word, I don't try to pronounce it the way that it's spelled, <laughs> and then this happens, and I would have been right the whole time. <gasps> okay. So we were driving in my friend's really old beat-up Subaru mm-hmm. through a massive graveyard. We stopped and walked down a hill and came across a little pond. Hmm. There was someone sitting on a rock on the other side of the pond. The figure was all black. We couldn't make out any features other than the fact it looked like a man who was wearing some old style top hat. Oh, no. We stupidly, thank you for pointing out how stupid you are. Right. We stupidly waved and shouted hi. Mm. He didn't didn't show any acknowledgement and continued sitting still on the rock. All of a sudden, he he jumped to his feet, started running to us on the water like Jesus. And then vanished in thin water about halfway on the pond. My friends and I screamed and ran back to the car. Because you know. He jumped up and ran. On water. On water. And then just disappeared. Mm-hmm. That was the no. devil. The devil was on, trying to run on water and God said, nuh-uh. And made him go down into it. <laughs> he was like, that's, now wait a minute. That's what happened. <laughs> Hold up. This is my thing. This is my thing. Dissipates into the middle of the water. Yeah. That, mm mm. I'm not here for that. Why, but if it's the devil, why a top hat? <laughs> What's with the top hat? Where the horns at? <laughs> Where are your horns? <sighs> God. So, you know, they ran back to the car. Mm hmm. Well, the car wouldn't start. No, of course. And we heard something banging on the back of the car. No, no. 
It wasn't a constant bang, but every few seconds or so, we'd hear it. Mm-hmm. Nobody was outside from what we could see in the dark, <laughs> but something was making a noise on the car. I opened my phone and started dialing my mom to come give us a boost, but I had no service. None of us had any cell service. The next 30 minutes were spent trying to get her car started, I guess the friend. No mm-hmm. banging was heard afterwards, but we felt this heavy pressure around us. Finally, the car started and she hit the pedal to the middle. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We sped out of the graveyard so fast, immediately crossing the gates. All of our phones regained service. One thing I know for certain is that someone or something was out there, and it was not an animal or a human. Yeah, that's... it was unhumane. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. Mm. Can you imagine? So, you know, there's a grave site around here that they say that if you turn your car off it won't start and I can't remember where it was at Mm. but yeah I went there and done that like an idiot child Mm. no because I was a kid back then you know we used to do all that stuff with Mm -hmm. Houston and Jessica and Sierra but it was fun though it was really fun until one (laughs) until one time we went and a couple of my friends were playing like they were possessed. Well, I won't say y'all's name, but y'all know who y'all are. Lord. I know one of y'all listen. I'm done. Yeah. Remember that one time? Was it us who went? I feel like it was me, you, Houston, and Victoria. And then we got stuck in that mud. And we had Yes. To it was up here. Wasn't it? No, it was... um By my house? Yeah, by your dad's yes. house. Yes. Okay, well, that's happened to me twice then. Cause, <laughs> but yes. Houston... Houston was there, and it was so funny. He was like, it was his car that got stuck, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. Remind us, Houston. Remind us, Houston. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I feel like we had to put planks. We found planks. We found a piece of wood. (laughs) We had to push it underneath the car to get traction. Oh, my gosh. We got out, though. We did. I was like, we may have to call an adult. (laughs) I was like, we're And I was to pass my curfew. Yeah, we were. Which I didn't have a curfew. I don't know why I said that. Well, it was probably getting close to hours, and we were just stuck out there. I was like, am I going to have to call Dad to come down here? I was like, I ain't doing that. He'll be like, why are y'all out here in the, in the, church, in the church graveyard? <laughs> I know. No. Disrespectful. I know. It was bad. We just kind of got off track, you know. Anyway. Yes. Moving on. So, the next one is titled, It Was Good to See an Old... F- I need to quit doing that, because I sound terrible. <laughs> If I just get in the moment, I don't know. It's good to see an old friend. <laughs> it was good to see an old friend. I'll just talk like this. <laughs> when I was 37, I'm going to hate when I have to say that. <laughs> Which, I mean, that's not old, but. I went to my high school reunion. I flew into the nearest airport and rented a car. The distance was about 35 miles through a very rural and almost abandoned part of the country. Where's y'all's reunion at? About three miles outside of town, I see someone on the side of the road flagging me down. No. Nope. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> it turned out that it was one of the guys I had attended school with, Jim. Not his name. It's just made up names. Right. They're putting up. Gets in the car and we start talking. I had not seen him in 20 years. Yeah. Well. But he still looked the same. Maybe a little older. 
We get to town and I ask him if he wants to come to the VFW and have a drink. He says, no, just take me home. Jim's parents had lived only a few blocks from my grandmother's house and I turned in that direction, but he said to take him to the outskirts of town. There was a mobile home park out there and I figured that's where he lived. Well, when we reached the end of the turnoff, he said, just drop me off here. It was good to see you again and he walks off into the night. Uh-uh. I go to the VFW, meet some of my old classmates. We start to talk. As we are talking about who's coming to the reunion, hmm, oh, I, I mentioned that I had just picked up Jim <laughs> three miles east of town and had dropped him off. Everyone gets quiet. <laughs> Even the guy singing karaoke stops <laughs> and lays down the mic. My cousin goes white as a new t-shirt. I've heard that saying before. <laughs> Barb, Jim died on that curve eight years ago. Rolled his car. We were all at his funeral. I started to feel really dizzy, and I went out to the car to take some deep breaths. There on the seat is the local newspaper, printed eight years previous, containing Jim's obituary, and I still have the paper. Wow. That's crazy. That's sad, too. That's like a Resurrection Mary Mm -hmm. thing in Chicago. Well, in Illinois. Illinois. I just, I, <laughs> it just happens. It's Hell right. hath no fury like a woman scorned. That's what this one's called. Oh, yes. I was like, where did that come from? But okay, okay, it's the next title. So after we moved into our home, we were told a woman had died there at the hands of her abusive husband. Hmm. Rude. She hated men. Don't blame her. My dad would wake up with scratches all over himself, and whenever my brother was mean to my sister or I, he would have scratches on him as well. Mm. One day, my brother hurt our sister. He hit her with something, and when he woke up later that night, he had a horrible bloody nose. Mm. The day we moved out, my brother accidentally broke his twin's arm trying out a wrestling move. He swears that he would have died that night if it wasn't our last in the house. Because he did that, so then no telling what would have happened to him yeah, that night. Been up. But she wasn't playing. No. She was shaping them boys. She's like, or she oh. was whipping them boys into shape. Ugh. Death came for him. Mm. I was standing in my parents' room talking to my very sick dad at the time. He was dying of stage four esophageal cancer. I got the feeling something was behind him. I looked towards the doorway to the. L- I looked towards the doorway to the living room and something about four six and fully black black is peeking around the corner. No, uh, no. With its hands on the door frame. Uh, now I ran towards it and it slipped back around the door. When I got outside the doorway, there was nothing. My dad was completely confused when I stepped back inside the room when I tell him, people who stayed at my house in my dad's final days claim to have seen it. My mom saw the figure on multiple occasions in multiple places until he passed away. We haven't seen it since. Mm-mm. That don't sound good. No. I don't want that to be what's coming to get me. Mm-mm. And like how close you got to get. Why are you peeking around the corner? <laughs> why are you running after it? Yeah. One, why, ma'am? No, just don't. Just don't. Two. I bet you these people are white. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I can tell you that. 
can tell you that. 100%. But I can tell you 100% that I do not fall under the white category when it comes to uh, <laughs> scary stuff. We know we know it's not. <laughs> not all white people. Yeah, but. we know it's not all white people. We know y'all listening. If anybody is listening, some of y'all, would, some of y'all, y'all I'm sure are crazy. <laughs> I'm like, don't y'all do I'm that. I'm crazy a little bit, but not that crazy. No, I'm not chasing after some shadow. Mm-hmm. Peeking around. But peeking around with a hand on the door frame. And, uh-huh. and what's she peeking about? You gonna Are you trying to play, play peekaboo? Like, yeah. Is he like? Is he gone yet? Is he looking to see if the body I'm coming for you? Yeah. Like, don't show your face. Don't. Don't even. I just want to wake up and be like, oh, I, I died. Okay. Oh, hey, hey Jesus. <laughs> hey, Jesus. Well, I'm here. Great. Don't. I don't want them peeking around Mm-mm. at me. That's creepy. Mm-mm. Ooh, my mother attracted evil. Oh Lord, she needs some. <laughs> My she mama did about well, 15 years ago. They went, I need to quit. Um, so, yeah. after my parents divorced, when I was a teenager, I lived with my mother. I experienced lots of paranormal, paranormal happenings. Several times when I was reading in my bed, the room would start to feel really icy. Ooh, I like that feeling. Mm-mm. But not out of nowhere, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Next, I would be like, thanks. Mm-mm. <laughs> Next, it would feel as if something, somebody that hated me was staring at me, which I've never really had that feeling. No. I mean, I'm not saying there's not people that don't like me, but I don't feel like people hate me. I won't. <laughs> I could be wrong. I think I'm a likable person. I feel like I am. You are. Even though Triple said I was rude. Mm. When I got that feeling, I would leave the room and come back in an hour later. Sometimes during the day, I would see a shadow figure sneaking along my bedroom walls. See? No. The power of Christ compels you. Mm-hmm. Holy water. Something in the flat. I don't know what that means. Something in the flat was pretending to be my dog. I went into my room and heard a deep growl from under the bed. My dog wasn't capable of making a noise that deep. Yeah, the flat's just like the apartment. Like, it's, this could be somebody from overseas. I thought she was talking about a shoe, but. A what? I just thought she was talking about a shoe. Oh, no. <laughs> Someone in the, if it's a flat, it's like a, I don't know if it's a studio apartment, but it's kind of like an apartment or like a townhouse type thing. A flat. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It sounded like either a really big dog or a man doing his best dog impersonation. No. Other- <laughs> <laughs> I don't like any of this. Other times my dog would whimper and pace in the room next to mine but wouldn't come when we when he when called as if he was afraid of something in the hallway. When I moved in with my father, the paranormal activity stopped. Your mama Check on your mama. Mm-hmm. You just gonna leave your mama in the house? She yeah. Was, she was probably like, "Ain't nothing wrong with this house." You know how, you know how parents be. Yeah. They no. write all the time. Evicted by a ghost. That's a shame. Mm. You just gonna and chased him out. I'd evict him and burn it down. Burn it down. <laughs> Shortly after college, I got married. We immediately moved into a basement apartment because that's all that was available within our budget. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. This place had a poltergeist, and my wife was terrified. 
Whatever resided there with us made it clear it wanted to live alone. Dishes, glasses, other items would fly off the shelf. My wife was hit several times. <laughs> with what? With what? I guess the glasses oh, with the, the dishes. <laughs> There was always in a. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she's all right. There was always an ominous ominous feeling (laughs) like we were being watched. Mm -hmm. At night, when we walked through the apartment in the dark. There would be insanely bright flashes of light, but would illuminate the entire room. What? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. And they went in there anyway? <laughs> so, one night, while we were going to bed, as soon as my wife and I walked into the bedroom, we heard a voice from... No- mm. We heard a voice from nowhere say their name, Move. My wife <laughs> looked at me. I looked at her. I said loudly, You've got it, bud. <laughs> Uh-uh. We moved out two days later and stayed with the family. The old lady who owned the place died a few months later, and the house was torn down. It is still an empty lot to this day, nothing but grass and a tree. I still drive by it every now and again. Mm-mm-mm. That's funny, because before I was like, I've burned it down. <laughs> yeah, that's just... Burned it down. It's gone. That poor woman done got hit in the head <clears throat> with the... D- didn't hit the dishes. She's like, this is my house. <laughs> this is my kitchen. <laughs> the death march. Ooh, I don't like that. My dad used to work as a corrections officer at a rural prison. He drove the perimeter of the property for his entire shift, mm-hmm. where he would check empty buildings for runway inmates. I said runway. Runaway <laughs> inmates. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna walk the runway <laughs> today. The gym at the gym at the jail. <laughs> It was generally a boring job. Mm-hmm. One night, my dad was parked on a hill reading a magazine when he started to feel a thumping in his body. He described it as the feeling you get when you, when speakers are playing a song, you know, with really heavy bass. Mm-hmm. He put the magazine down and checked his rearview mirror where he saw someone outside the truck. He grabbed his pistol, jumped out of the truck with his weapon drawn. Outside the truck, he realized it was a procession, 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 procession of Native Americans walking through the truck and directly through his seat. What? Not only to disappear at the exact spot he was sitting, he said it was clear they were ghosts because many of them appeared injured. This went on for a few seconds, and then the whole procession disappeared. <sighs> That's insane. That is not where I thought that was going to go. He called the other perimeter guy on his walkie to try to explain, and the other guy almost immediately stopped communicating. Turns out the other guy had seen this happen before but didn't believe in ghosts, so he wouldn't talk about it. Uh Uh-uh. He's like, I don't believe that stuff. He's like, I don't know what just happened, but I don't believe in ghosts. Like, okay, well. He said... He can talk about none of it. Mm-mm. The demon's room. No. Oh, Lord. Mm-mm. Father God, <laughs> come down with your hand 
Oh. <laughs> Demon's room. <laughs> I worked as a forensic nurse in a hospital's lockup unit. I was like, whoa, am I reading the same story? <laughs> <laughs> we had one older lady who swore she was being haunted and abused by a demon she would call hmm. Tiberius. T-I-B-E-R-I-U-S. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Come on, Tiberius. <laughs> come on, Carlos. I don't know. Go away, Tiberius. Cause... <laughs> yeah, no, no. Don't come on. Don't don't show up. Ain't that a biblical name? I don't know. But it's Tiberius. an old name for sure. It sounds awfully familiar. Familiar. So many crazy things. Hey, I just bit my tongue. <laughs> While I spoke. Chomp. So many, so many crazy things happened while she was on the unit. We'd go into the room, do normal care, leave. Seconds later, she'd start screaming bloody murder. We'd run into the room to find her looking like she'd been in a fight <laughs> with a boxing champ. Bloody lip, black oh, eye, oh. markings all over her body. That's terrible. That is. No one ever saw her doing this stuff to herself. Things would get moved around the room by themselves. You know, at one point, she was in protective restraints because the doctor thought she was hurting herself. There she's was, like, great, now I'm tied up and have to sit here I'm crazy. There was no way she could, be, she could have moved or done anything to herself while in these restraints. But new marks would always appear on her. Tray slash cart would be across the room. The room was secure, so there was no way someone else was doing this. When we asked her questions, she just, she'd just say, it was Tiberius. After she was discharged, we always had trouble with that room. If there was a rapid response or code, it happened in that room. One night, a guard reported lights blinking on and off in that room. Mm-mm. Nope. Tiberius on some crazy cray. Yeah, for real. That's... Nobody believed that poor woman. Then tied her up. She was still getting beat up. Yeah. I woke up in the middle of the night to my bed shaking. This mm. is a little a little snippet, a little paragraph. When I was a kid, I woke up in the middle of the night to my bed shaking. Normally, that would scare the crap out of me, but instead, it was just kind of annoyed. I was just kind of annoyed. Mm-hmm. I rode over and muttered, stop it. The shaking stopped immediately. Then a male voice speaks right beside me saying, sorry. Uh then when I freaked out, I'm pretty sure my childhood house was haunted. I said, Ooh. at least they said sorry. Yeah, just at like, my bad. Friendly <laughs> ghost. Mm. I heard noises like someone was tapping their fingers on the walls of the elevator. Dum, 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 dum. Mm. On my previous job, when our building was still under construction, the only floors that were occupied were the 1st, 2nd, 5th, 6th, and 7th. One time, I was alone inside the elevator going from 1st to 6th floor when suddenly it stopped and opened on the 3rd floor. Mm, Uh -uh. That's under construction. Normally, I would just (laughs) disregard it, but rumors were all over that a ghost child was playing around on the vacant floors. So I pressed the close buttons as fast as I could when it closed, I heard noises like someone was tapping their fingers on the walls of the elevator. Mm-mm. Who's tapping? Yeah, Tap, nope. Nope. Just as I turned off the side table light, I heard a drawer being pulled out and hitting the stopper. What's the stopper? We don't know. You said the 
Pulled out the drawer? Mm-hmm. This is a different story. Okay. That's just what the title was. It's just a snippet from the paragraph. Oh, okay. So we rented a house that never felt like home. You always felt creeped out walking in there like you were being watched. My boyfriend and our roommate both worked nights, so I would be there by myself a lot. One night I was doing my usual stuff and watching some TV before bed. I had this overwhelming feeling all overnight, all night that I should avoid the hallway and not look directly down it. It was creepy. The feeling of being watched and terrified lasted about two hours before I decided to suck it up and make my way to my room. I left the hallway lights on and went to bed. Just as I turned off the side table light, I heard a drawer being pulled out and hitting the stopper. What's the stopper? The The drawer being pulled out, hitting the stopper. The stopper. Oh, like the thing that catches it from rolling out Mm. all the way? I guess. Yeah. Okay. You I keep thinking of a door stopper every time you say it. And Look then at I me have learning to, like... stuff today. I'm because I'm so stupid. <laughs> Shut up. No, you're not. You're very I'm smart. I'm not smart at all. Yes, you are. I turned on the light and nothing was out of place. This went on about six times before I decided I was sleeping with the light on. I curled up under the covers and waited for the boyfriend to get home. He comes rolling in about 3 a.m. He's laughing at me for being such a such a kitty cat <laughs> gets into bed and turned the light off and that's when all he that's when all crap broke loose Mm-mm. all the doors down the hallway slammed shut by one one by one then our closet door started rattling the sound coming from inside could only be described at total destruction it sounded like the shelves the pole and everything in there were being tossed around The boyfriend joined me under the covers, and we were both terrified. After it stopped, it took five to ten minutes to convince him to go check around the house. Nothing was out of place, and our roommate had drove three hours back home that night to be with his family, so we knew it wasn't him. We slept with the light on the rest of the night and moved out soon after. I still can't drive by that house without being creeped out. Mm. Yeah. No, thank you. I was sitting in my room at like 11.30 p.m., heard lots of stuff downstairs, assumed it was my mom, heard her walk up the stairs to my room, stop. So I called out to her, and she didn't say anything, and walked downstairs. I went down about a half hour later to find her, or to find a piece of paper with the words, you're lucky, I'm scared too on it and a whole bunch of stuff was missing called mom she still hadn't arrived home from dinner she was at with her friends i called the cops locked myself in the bathroom but i think they left when they realized i was still home probably the most scared i've ever been when i was hiding in the bathroom that was creepy yeah how you going you're lucky i'm scared too what like what's that mean (laughs) <laughs> You're lucky I'm scared too. Mm-mm. I was sitting in our office room home alone when I was 19. I was trying to pa- I was trying a paper. Oh my goodness. I was typing a paper <laughs> for one of my college cla- college classes. The office room used to be my sister's room before she moved out. So a lot of her decorations are still there. 
She had a photo of a mountain range and an oval-shaped mirror and three different hangings that read Faith, Hope, and Love. <laughs> you got to live, laugh, love, and love, laugh, live. Yes. <laughs> this makes five total things hanging on the wall in the room. Suddenly, I got suddenly I got random chills, which happens all the time. It was pretty cold, but this time, as soon as I got the chills, everything in the room hanging on the walls fell off simultaneously. This really freaked me out, but it got a tiny bit worse. I got up and walked out of the room only to notice everything hanging on a wall in my house had fell besides the television in my room. All the pictures in the living room and other rooms, all the trophies in my room from Little League Sports and even a stand that held candles. I wasn't sure what to do. I picked all the stuff up, hung it back up, which actually took me around 15 to 20 minutes. Mm. (laughs) Then I drove to campus to finish my paper. Never told my parents. It's all worth mentioning this happened around noon on a sunny day three winters ago. I preface this by saying that I'm not religious and I do not believe in the paranormal. That said, it was the month of November and I was visiting Edinburgh, Scotland. Scotland. Yes. Edinburgh? Sure. Edinburgh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Edinburgh. It was cold, and I was layered in a long sleeve t-shirt, sweatshirt, and winter jacket. In the evening, my friends and I decided to go on one of the haunted walking tours that takes you through the vaults beneath the city. They are, of course, rumored to be haunted by the poor, destitute, Mm -hmm. and deplorable people who died gruesome deaths therein. Dang. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that... I've never heard about that. Not either. Just Disney. They got like underground (laughs) tunnels that the Disney. This one's going back in the Disney. I hear is like sketchy stuff, but that's just hearsay. (laughs) One underground vault is said to be, or is said to house a particularly demonic spirit. One underground vault is said to house a particularly demonic spirit. It is said to be trapped within the confines of a circle of stone. Built by Wiccans to protect, is that right? Mm-hmm. To protect the living from its unfettered evil. While standing alongside the stone circle, my friend, who herself is Wiccan, began to chanting, began to... <laughs> <laughs> the look on your face, that was just Began so- chanting barely intelligibly under her breath. I suddenly felt a flurry of wind at my neck. Then nails dug. <laughs> then, <laughs> then nails dug deeply into the flesh of my back and dragged down my Ooh, body Lord. from my shoulders to my waist. <laughs> <laughs> my <laughs> neck, my back, <laughs> my neck and my back. Should we? No, absolutely not. I was completely frozen in fear, too shocked to scream. Although I was filled with white hot pain. I spent the rest of the tour petrified, and when we emerged from the tunnels, I ran over to the bathroom of a pub where I pulled off all my clothes, which themselves were perfectly intact, only to see bright red marks lining the naked skin of my back. I've told my friends and family this story, and they think it should be enough for me to cave and believe in the supernatural. 
I still don't, but I also can't explain what happened in those tunnels underground. Yeah, like, what she think happened? Girl, you done got touched by a ghost. Touched by a demon. Yeah, Instead demon. of touched by an angel, it's touched by a demon. <laughs> <laughs> this one is the last one. So I was home alone once when my parents were out of town. We had just moved into our house. So there was an empty lot next to our house with the house half built. Mm-hmm. My parents were the types to leave the, do- the outdoor side garage door unlocked. I know, well, while they were gone, I was watching TV, and all of a sudden, the door that leads into my garage from the inside starts to wiggle. Mm-mm. I put my TV on mute, and I listen again. I see it actually move that time. Nope. I start freaking out, and I'm kind of in shock looking for the phone. Can't find the house phone, so I search for my cell. I got my cell phone in hand all times. Mm-hmm. Or sitting on the arm of the couch. Or by my side. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, remember it, I left my charger in my parents' car. So, I'm frantically looking for the house phone. Our house was so new, my mom hadn't even put blinds or drapes up in the kitchen or living room. Well, whoever was wiggling my garage doorknob starts banging on the windows in my living room. Mm-mm. Again, no blinds or phones. And at that moment, I realized this guy is seeing me every, my every move. So I shoot upstairs. Again, looking frantically for the phone. And also trying to figure out how and where I'd jump out of my house to get away <laughs> from the maniac that's, that's right. outside my house that's if right. I needed to. He then starts pounding on my front door. I can tell at that point he's using something metal or plastic by the sound of the thumps. I really thought he was going to shoot my door open. I remember at that moment I was pissed at myself for being a dumb teenager that frequently frequently talked on the phone because I always left because I always just left it lying around, never putting it back on the base. I wanted so badly to push the button that detects where my house phone is, but I thought it had I thought if he heard it where it was, he'd break the window nearest to it and take it. I then remembered I left the phone in my mom's room, and as I pass the hallway to her room, I see two people pacing in front of my house. Mm-mm. What? I'm freaking out trying to find my dad's gun in my parents' bedroom. I find the phone and call 911. As I'm on the phone, the window breaks. I'm upstairs, and I'm scared to death. Suddenly, everything goes silent. I'm waiting in my parents' pitch-black closet for what seems like an eternity. Then I hear the sirens. Cops show up, but there's no one to be found. I figured that they hadn't gone too far since it had just occurred. Cops never found my torment- tormentors. On the plus side, the company building the company building the house next door, same company that built ours, hired overnight security to stay on our street until the house was built, which was definitely refreshing. Hmm. So I'm like, was that a ghost? Or was that like really people? Right, because they didn't say it was like... There's no glass broken downstairs or yeah. anything like that. So, that's just scary, mm-hmm. though. That's why you don't uh, leave your doors unlocked, children. Yes, please don't. Well, that's all, folks. <laughs> that's all, folks. <laughs> Those were good. Thanks. You're welcome. Well, I hope you were satisfied. If not, come again. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we'll satisfy you again. You can email us at ameliamotors at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, concerns, 
Any stories you'd like to tell? Y'all can follow us on Instagram at A Million Murders and go to... Yes, and our Facebook group, A Million Murders. Um, and with the Instagram, you'll see the people, the places, the things we're talking about. Um, and then sometimes we'll post stuff in the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to say thank you to our listeners on Apple Podcast because people have been leaving reviews and they're very nice. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Yes. And I, and I have no clue who they are. I was, when I saw it, I was like, oh, maybe it's, you know, one of our friends. But if it is, I don't recognize their, um, like their handle or whatever. Well, I want to welcome, we got a few new members to our Facebook group the other day. Mm. Welcome, welcome. Yes, we, hi. I hope we entertain you. Yes. Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And thank you for all the listeners. Yes. That are that come dedicated every week. Yes. We, we love you all. Yes, thank you. We appreciate you all. You are appreciated, baby. <laughs> so much. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, thanks for tuning in. And we hope you come back for... A, a Million, million more. more.